0: This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley.
1: Well, welcome to KVMR, Steve. Well, thank you and Happy New Year's once again.
0: It is a new year. And finally, and I want us to try to move forward in a positive way. Uh, and uh, So here's a kind of an off-the-wall question, but how
1: has the COVID pandemic provided
0: benefits to our community now that's a tough question that's
1: that's a nice spin you put on that you know really good question do you remember you know what it feels like when the power goes out and and or your generator at the same time uh is just getting ornery and won't start up so those of us and i know you have you're on a well that means there's no washing of the hands there's no taking of the taking showers and and then there's a real shortage of uh, toilet flushes well you know it can also happen, the same type of thing can also happen if, if you're not able to pay your water bill because the water, the utility gets turned off. Last year, there were a lot of people in that circumstance as a result of, of COVID. So what happened? Well, the COVID response was to mandate hundreds of min- different municipalities within California to go ahead and suspend their delinquent account shutoff programs and then uh, and, and reverse any current turnoffs of uh, of water, which was uh, quite different. We typically have never done that before. Now, there's a fellow, Dan McVeigh. He works as utility maintenance supervisor of the city of Pleasanton. He feels that uh, how he responded in the COVID response really is an acknowledgement that water really is a basic right. And um, he made made that point. It's and and he's thinking he was thinking that you know it's not a matter of creating a free service that he's viewing this at he's he's looking at the actions of past human rights to water and he's looking he was looking at the current water order of things and looked at how the decisions were made and felt like you know we're just kicking the can down the road it's all temporary fixed stuff so Uh, What he noticed is that even during the good times, you'll still have, you know, non-COVID times, you'll still have communities and individuals that don't have water. So his suggestion was maybe now we can look more seriously at the possibility to provide some sort of base level allotment for water to residential locations just for indoor water only and uh, And then he put an exclamation point on that there there's got to be some common sense approaches for doing this. I mean, obviously there's a financial component uh, that would have to be dealt with, but there are also logistical and operational considerations. but but maybe the time is now, and COVID has allowed us to actually see this opportunity more clearly.
0: Well, okay,. Uh- that's a positive spin, Steve.
1: Yeah, that is. Good job. And of course, be careful out there in the meantime.
0: <laughs> okay, so Cal. It seems apparent that California is getting hotter, drier, and more extreme, um, and more frequently hotter and drier. Uh, any silver linings in that situation? Ah,
1: yes. Well, if you were to ask a winemaker. They'd say, you betcha there is. The ag sector recognizes the alchemy of soil, climate, and landscape. Of course, climate means temperature and water, right? And uh, and how all that creates health and uniqueness of a, of a wine. So everyone is recognizing that as climate is changing in the different geographic areas, the viticulture communities are paying attention to how their grapevines are responding to this. And what are the, they're asking these days, what are the physiological traits that would help a grape plant adapt to what is happening in California right now? So the typically the vintners, they're looking at the right balance, right? If we want to simplify this, they're looking at the right balance between water and sugar in their grapevines. And the tendency of grapevine owners is to find heat and drought-tolerant resistant vines. That's sort of the mission. Now they're recognizing that it's not just managing the canopy or shifting, you know, the timing on fruiting and, and ripening, but it also includes the genetics, the physiology of the type of grapevine. And so there's a lot of work being done on this at this time. Now, if anybody listening wants to get a real earful explanation on this topic, why don't you go down there and visit some of our winemakers? We have a lot of them in Nevada City and Grass Valley. Ask them what's being done to help uh, our grapevines become more tolerant and tasty, continue to taste wonderful.
0: So, what do you think? Are we off to a good start this year?
1: Oh, absolutely! Look outside right now, rain, rain, and I hear there's a lot of snow coming down up, up in the high elevations. So, you know we we are uh, we are receiving what we expect to receive, lots of rain this winter. It started up finally. Uh, thank uh, thank God, 2020 is over. 2021 is here before us, and um, we are off to a a good start. We we you know we want to uh, recognize the water resources are delivered in a very uh, unpredictable fashion and not very consistent so as a result of that each of us needs to look at uh, maybe using our water in in uh, unison or in, in in step with the delivery of water which when it, when it's dry when it's uh, low not coming very often we use less. And, and if we have plenty of water, then by golly, we're going to have big gardens. So uh, good luck to everybody out there. Happy New Year again. And we will continue to talk about water as the day as the year moves forward.
0: Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with our water guy on KVMR. You can email him with your questions at Baker at operationunite.co. <laughs>